it doesn't matter where you came from, what you have or don't have, what you lack or what you have too much of. Steph Curry said that, and I'm saying this, welcome to High and Low. Good day and good night. Welcome to the High and Low Basketball Show. This is episode number 100 and Bogut, a.k.a. episode number 166. Andrew Bogut wore the number 66 in his single season as a Laker of Los Angeles. I bet you forgot Bogut was once a Laker. It was for 216 on-court minutes during the 2017-2018 NBA season. Uh, Andrew Bogut is an interesting case. You know, Here's a guy who came into the league with a heft of expectations. First overall pick back in 2005. He was never a bucket getter or a lumbering offensive wizard like Nikola Jokic, but he had great defensive instincts. He had a good feel for the game. You know, he had some productive seasons in Milwaukee with selections to All-NBA and defensive All-NBA teams. That's not easy to do. Uh, he was considered a top-tier center at the time, but not top-tier enough because he was traded to Golden State along with Steven Jackson for Monte Ellis and Kwame Brown. Remember those two guys? Uh, that was back in 2012. And he probably has his most productive and successful seasons in Golden State as a, a member of that dynastic starting five in 2015. And given his pedigree and early expectations, Andrew Bogut always seemed to just fall short of the line, which is why he just couldn't stick with the team. Even the Warriors, who traded for him and, and had success with him, they would trade him to Dallas, who would trade him to Philly, who would then waive him. And uh, then he would get picked up by the Cavs and get waived, picked up by the Lakers, where he would don number 66 and then get waived. And finally, he would circle back to Golden State where he would occupy a roster spot for the rest of the season, which appeared to be a favor and a thank you for your service gesture more than anything. Uh, Bogut just never got to where we wanted him to go. But I guess players like Bogut crawled so guys like Jokic could sprint and even fly. Fly back there and tell them the real Dragon Warrior is coming home. Anyway, welcome to the High and Low NBA show. My name is Ike Amechi. Around here, we live by a principle governed by the high and low life of the world, which means we talk about basketball, especially and specifically the NBA. And we talk about it at any time, anywhere, north, south, east, west, high and low. This week on the show, it's a shouty but a goody. After I quickly run through a little NBA history, I'm diving into NBA Reddit. What did you say? Mm hmm. I'm going to pull a few interesting posts for y'all to chew on. I'll be sure to leave my two cents on the table, too. Uh, if you peruse NBA Reddit, you know the subject matter can get interesting. Spicy, even. And I came across a couple posts that uh, had me raising an eyebrow like The Rock, circa 2003. I'll wrap up the episode with a new incredible entry to the high and low NBA soundtrack. You don't want to miss this one. It's not just a song, it's the artist. Special artist, very talented. Uh, you can find the High and Low soundtrack on Spotify where we've compiled all the music we've discussed on this show. Uh, we post the link in our Instagram stories and I think it's in the show notes. I don't know. I'll add it this week. Stay tuned for all of that. Before we lock in, let me check in. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. It's a solo week, a shorter truncated episode which will happen from time to time during this NBA offseason but as you can hear it's still loaded with goodies so you don't want to miss any episodes I'll make sure that we have something for everyone every week 
even if it's an old, never before released segment where we messed up so badly or got too controversial and it never made it past uh, our producer or editor. You might hear one of those this summer. Uh, So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Anyway, I appreciate your time this week. Listeners, thank you for joining me for another installment of the show. Another week, another episode, more NBA, some more high and low. This week in NBA history, keeping it brief. On July 30th, 1993, American attorney, business entrepreneur, and financier Leslie Lee Alexander bought the Houston Rockets for $85 million. Let me just repeat that number for you right now. $85 million. Just just compare that to the multi-billion dollar valuations we see attached to NBA franchise today. That's crazy. And that's just, that's not inflation. Anyway, Les Alexander bought the team during the summer of 1993 and would see his investment grow exponentially almost immediately when the team would go on to win back-to-back titles, like right after. How often does that happen for owners? Actually, well, it happened again for Les Alexander in 1997 because he purchased the WNBA's Houston Rockets and then they would immediately go on to win four straight titles immediately. Uh, He was named the best owner in the NBA by Forbes magazine. Uh, I believe that was in 2008. He eventually sold the Rockets to Tillman Fertitta for $2.2 billion in 2017. Uh, Before he sold the team, he gave his GM, Daryl Morey, a fat new contract and extended James Harden's contract in record-breaking fashion, $228 million over four years. And as a parting gift to himself, less kept the Rockets two Larry O'Brien trophies they won in the 90s and the team had replicas made to replace them. Now that's a flex. Huge flex. Hey, you, you can you can have the team, but I'm, I'm taking the most coveted assets in the building. They're mine. You can have the fake ones. That's wild. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that was a little something for the NBA history nerds. Things are certainly happening in the NBA today, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about something important. I have one thing to drop before we jump to break because I'll cover a few things happening in the NBA through NBA Reddit in the next segment. Uh, one of my favorite film studios and distributors, A24, they dropped a new documentary with Apple TV Plus. It's called Underrated. It's the coming of age story about Wardell Curry, better known as four time NBA champ, two time MVP, and 2023 American Century golf champ, Steph Curry. What can't he do? Great documentary. Uh, it really takes you on, on the journey that some forget from his college years at Davidson, where he was sort of brushed off as a skinny, undersized guard with not a modicum of a shot at making a splash in the league to the global superstar that he is today. Uh, I watched it over the weekend, and it's, it's a good watch. Good way to spend two hours. It features Curry's family, plus fellow players, current and former uh, like Kevin Durant and Reggie Miller. It's nice to hear from them. Uh, between his exploits on the golf course and this documentary, Steph Curry is winning the summer, guaranteed. Anyway, check it out. Uh, and a quick reminder to High and Low Lives, if you want to leave a question for us to answer on the show, DM us directly on TikTok at More High and Low. You could DM us on Instagram at Get High and Low. Links are in the show notes. Time for a break. We'll be right back with More High and Low. This moment is brought to you by high and low listeners. 
This week on the High and Low NBA show, listeners were asked to share their top 5 shooting guards in the NBA today. Kaino in Halifax, Nova Scotia shared his list starting with number 5, Anthony Edwards of his Minnesota Timberwolves. Amazing, I don't have other words, you know, uh, but I'm not surprised he's capable of doing Number 4 is the Cleveland Cavaliers star Donovan Mitchell. According to Kaino, the third best shooting guard in the NBA is Jason Tatum's beta boy, Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics. Whoa, 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 what did you just say to me? The second best shooting guard in the NBA is Paul George of the Los Angeles Clippers. And that's the truth, and you know it. And Kaino's top shooting guard in the league is Phoenix Sun star Devin Booker. Thank you for sharing this great list. Let us know who your top five are on Instagram or TikTok. Let's get back to the program. And I'm back. I'm Mike Amici, and this is High and Low. It's NBA Reddit time. No monologuing, no testing the waters. We're diving straight into the deep end. This first post is by Reddit user Matty281, resident NBA pocket watcher. <laughs> uh, shout out to Matty281 for this interesting tidbit of information. He shared Michael Jordan's 1998 salary, which was $33,140,000 to be exact, and compared it to today's salaries adjusted for inflation. And it would be $62,032,590.55. That salary would be $15 million more than the highest salary last season, which would have been Steph Curry's $48,070,014. He also included the fact that only Damian Lillard is slated to surpass Jordan's adjusted salary when he earned $63,228,828 in the 2026-2027 NBA season. I'm sure this uh, will change when other stars sign extensions and new contracts. And I know Steven is going to be angry and just uh, frustrated. I mean, 10 toes down and still making $63 million in one season. Dame just keeps winning. (laughs) Anyway, Magic Johnson, widely considered to be the greatest point guard of all time amongst the uh, top five greatest players to ever play the game. I think that's not even arguable. The most he ever earned in a single season was uh, the $3,142,860 that he pocketed during the 1988-89 NBA season. Now adjusted for inflation, this would be $7,733,184 today, which would match the salary of Chicago Bulls forward Patrick Williams, which is insane to think about. (laughs) And Larry Bird, Larry the legend, his highest annual salary was the $7.07 million he earned during the 91-92 season. Uh, The adjusted 2023 number would be $15.37 $15.37 million, the equivalent of Lou Dort's 2023 salary. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then you have LeBron James. His 2023 salary is $45.2 million, which is equivalent to the KG adjusted salary from the 2003-2004 season, where KG earned $28 million. And when I say KG, I'm talking about Garnett, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned. NBA salaries have 
far exceeded the inflation rate. Today's players are getting paid well. Yes, they are. And GG's to the OG's who were paid in coupons and IOUs on napkins. I beg your pardon. Seriously. All right, you guys, what's next? The next Reddit post we'll check out is one by Mecca Ultima. Shout out to you, Mecca Ultima. He dropped Esteban's favorite Laker, Austin Reeves, uh, his top five shooting guards of all time list. Uh, Before I continue, just let me say that uh, an, an objective top five list is different from a subjective one, your favorites. Just want to say that. Uh, And I would assume uh, this is Austin Reeves' favorite list because he has an order from one to five. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, James Harden. And number five is Brandon Roy. Okay, now I can rock with four out of five here. Jordan, Kobe, Harden, B-Roy for sure. Uh, They would all be on my list personally. Uh, And I I have to give Austin Rivers some flowers here. To list Brandon Roy on your top five list means you are far from casual territory. In fact, I would consider a man to be uh, operating at a genius level uh, or or maybe you've been listening high and low uh, or both. If you have Brandon Roy on your list, let's say both. Uh, D. Wade wouldn't make my top five list. Top 10, top 10 for sure, but not top five. Uh, the logo, Jerry West would get that spot easy. A.I., Allen Iverson and D. Wade, I think that they would be my comfortable runners up my also rants if you have a different top five share them with us drop your top five shooting guard list in a review Um, anyway let's take a quick break when we come back i'll get into one last controversial post yes it's it's controversial (laughs) Uh, close your ears if you can't handle it uh and then i'm going to wrap up the episode with my entry to the high and low nba soundtrack this is high and low we'll be right back And we are back. I'm Ike Amici. This is High and Low. Let's jump right back into NBA Reddit uh, with this one final post. This one is by Reddit user. Why are you always in a mood? Uh, anyway, they post a story about the allegations that former NBA star Dwight Howard is being sued for assault, battery, false imprisonment and intentional infliction of emotional distress. That's, that's a lot. Uh, he's being sued by one Stephen Harper, <laughs> not to be confused with uh, the former prime minister of Canada. <laughs> uh, I'll try to keep this as PG as possible because it's a wild tale. It's a wild story. Uh, and just a reminder that these are all allegations. Nothing has been proven in a court of law. Uh, Harper alleges that he met Dwight on Instagram. Uh, in fact, he initiated the conversation with uh, Dwight Howard. And it quickly turned into a spicy one. Okay, spicy. Just going to say spicy. Uh, apparently, Dwight invited Mr. Stephen Harper. <laughs> I can't say I can't say that without laughing. Stephen Harper, man. Uh, he invited the gentleman to his Atlanta mansion. Uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, let me just stop right there. Okay, Stephen Harper, former prime minister of Canada. Anyone who's familiar with Canadian or world politics would find this a little jarring. And it really is. Anyway, uh, Stephen alleged that Dwight Howard forced him into, well, he, he forced him into having three-way relations with a man dressed as a woman named Kitty. Sorry, I had to pause there because I was trying to figure out how to say that. I won't get into the further details about that moment. You can read up on that yourself. It's all over the internets. 
uh, and hey, Howard has denied the allegations. The wild thing about this is how oddly similar this is to a situation Dwight was in back in 2018 when uh, a man came forward to allege that he had been in a relationship with Dwight Howard, not not relations in a full on relationship. And he was in this relationship with Dwight Howard until he found out that Dwight Howard was cheating on him with a transgender woman. Now, Howard publicly denied the allegations. He publicly stated that he was, quote unquote, not gay. Uh, Feel free to Google this story for more details. Now, these are rumors and they've been swirling for years. I mean, the smoke is too thick for there not to be fire, in my opinion. It's, It's billowing at this point. And the thing I find interesting is that Dwight Howard feels the need to deny it all, which which I don't don't know. He's doing it with such conviction instead of leaning in Uh, because, you know, if he is gay, I mean, he could have been the NBA's highest profile opening gay player. You know, either way, every person is entitled to live their own life, but you can't force people to do things they don't want to. And that's where Dwight Howard messed up, allegedly. Yeah, I'm speechless at the moment. I told you, man, spicy one. But I can't even get into the details of this one. You got to read that for yourself. All right, you guys, what's next? Before we wrap up, I want to add one song to the High and Low NBA soundtrack. This one is by Little Sims, and it's called Gorilla. Uh, it gives me Really Got It vibes. Remember, Really Got It by Jiro. Very anthemic. Got those horns. Uh, well, Gorilla does the same with the big horns to kick off the track. Uh, followed by this smooth little Sims entry. Uh, just waste no time. Sim Simma, who got the keys to my blood clot? Bimma, big time driller, monkey to gorilla. Who is this woman that I'm seeing in the mirror? Burns the track with this calm but hard flow. Beautiful wordplay. UK rappers are killing it right now. Just got to say that. Shout out to Central C. Uh, little Sims is an interesting artist. Her, her name, her real name is Simbi. Or Simbiatu Ajikawo. And yes, she's Nigerian. Naija, stand up. Uh, Simbi's from the Islington section of London, England. Uh, the name Little Sims might not be familiar, but the face might be if you've watched the television series Top Boy. She plays Shelly. Uh, that's Duchesne's girlfriend. Little Sims is multi-talented. Full stop right there. She does an, an excellent job on Top Boy. And damn. Like just listen to this track and you'll see how she how talented she is on the mic. Go check out Gorilla and watch her on Top Boy. Why the f- I can't shoot three point shots? That brings us to the end of this episode of High and Low. I hope you enjoyed it. Subscribe to High and Low anywhere you find podcasts and make us a part of your weekly routine. Leave a review. Makes it easy for others to find us. You know where to find us. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Threads. Links to those are on the show notes. Uh, Once again, music is by Live of the Enjoy Music Group. You can find Live on Twitter and on Instagram at LYVE. Additional music is by Sonny Rockwell of the Goodness. Can't find that guy anywhere. Trust me, I've tried. And sound design is by Vaughn August. This is a Vaughn Abraham podcast, just in case you didn't know. And I want to end it this way. Uh, I want to dedicate this episode to my guy, Basil Dawkins. May he rest easy. Rest in power, King. Uh, we lost Basil this past week, so it's, it's still a, it's still a shock. Um, doesn't feel real. Uh, my heart goes out to his wife, his mom, uh, his brothers, and, and his sister. 
Uh, I've known Basil since high school. We hooked on the same teams. Uh, he's a guy that, honestly, I can say he's been a part of some of the most iconic moments in my life. Uh, iconic to me. Uh, he's a guy with an infectious laugh, uh, the most positive energy. Uh, huge Raptors fan. Um, you know, you, you can catch him at, at games all the time. Um, man, you, you'll be missed. You'll be missed, King. Uh, so on behalf of the legend Basil Dawkins, I'm Ike Amechi. Thank you for listening to High and Low this week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.